You are listening to Girls Speak, a podcast series all about art, history, and contemporary culture with a girl's eye view. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 91 of Girls Speak Girls in the Russian Revolution. I'm Hillary Hannell Rose education advisor with Girl Museum. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, or streaming us today. Girl Speak is produced by Girl Museum, the first and only museum in the world dedicated to celebrating girlhood. Girl Museum explores the art, history, and culture of girls around the world in the past and present. All of our programs are volunteer run and supported by listeners like you. Visit us on the web at www.girlmuseum.org. While studying history in school, it often seems like major world events happened ages ago. In the scope of history, however, 100 years is barely any time at all. This year marks 100 years since the Russian Revolution of 1917. A lot has happened since the years leading up to the Russian Revolution, and girls have been there through every change along the way. Life experiences of Russian girls were very diverse before the Russian Revolution. Girls who grew up in wealthier families often had access to some limited education, while most girls in poor families were illiterate. Women could not vote or hold public office. The rural villages had patriarchal traditions and structures that did not allow much freedom for girls. As cities began to industrialize in the late 1800s, rural women moved to cities to work. This, along with the industrial needs brought on by World War I, brought more independence to women as they found new roles in society. Before the revolution in 1917 began, Europe was in the midst of a war. World War I had started in 1914 and was still ravaging the European landscape in 1917. Russia was deeply involved in the war and thousands of Russian soldiers died on the battlefield. During the war, Russian women and girls took on many duties of the men who were sent to fight. 250,000 women joined the workforce as industrial workers. At home, many girls took over farm work to feed their families. As we have seen many times throughout the history of war, some women joined the war as soldiers disguised as men. In one particular case, teenage girls even joined the army. As reported in a London newspaper, Zoya Smirnova and 11 of her classmates became soldiers. Zoya was 16 years old and attended high school in Moscow when she and her female classmates ran away to the war. The male soldiers concealed them in a train car and gave each girl a uniform. Eventually, they were found out by the military authorities, but the girls persisted and they were allowed to march with the regiment. They participated in battle in the Carpathian Mountains. One of the girls died, and Zoya was wounded twice. She was persuaded to become a nurse to avoid further injuries while still supporting the effort. Many women were active participants in the revolution, which included the promotion of equality of men and women. The February Revolution of 1917 began on International Women's Day. The day featured thousands of protesters in Petrograd, the capital city of Russia. Many protesters were women and girls. 
The intensity of the protest increased that afternoon when female textile workers went on strike to protest the bread shortage. They chanted demands such as bread and down with the czar. Later, 50 to 70,000 women joined the Red Army in support of the Bolshevik party. Diaries can be very helpful in learning about the personal experiences of girls. A Russian teenager named Nelly Pashkina recorded her thoughts in a diary beginning in 1918, when she was 15 years old. Her writings describe the events of the revolution and civil war in Russia, as well as her personal feelings and dreams. Nellie was from a middle-class family, which had given her access to education so that she was able to read the newspapers and reflect on the events through her writing. She wrote that her family was targeted by the Bolsheviks and that they were forced to move frequently. In 1919, they moved to Paris, France. Unfortunately, Nellie was only able to reflect on the revolution until 1920, when she slipped and fell to her death at the age of 17. Two years later, her mother had the diary published, and it now serves as a reminder of the girls who were impacted by the Russian Revolution. The British Library featured excerpts of Nellie's diary in an exhibition about the Russian Revolution earlier this year. There are not many individuals still living who experienced the Russian Revolution themselves. Regina Patcher was born in Russia in 1915, and at 102 years old, she now lives in Kansas. Her story of being a young girl during the Russian Revolution was recorded on the blog titled Life As I Know It, which is described as a collection of wisdom from the residents of Village Shalom, a continuing care retirement community. Regina described her confusion concerning the revolution, as she was very young when it began. Her father did not want to fight for the Russian army and feared facing punishment for refusing. But due to his college degree and his interest in industry, he was able to go to the United States to learn about factories instead. Regina was just six weeks old when he left, and at two years old, she wondered why she didn't have a father. Her mother explained that he would return someday. Regina and her mother lived with family in a large estate. The family was wealthy and well-educated, including multiple doctors. Regina's mother was studying to be a dentist. Regina remembers times when the Bolsheviks would come to the family estate and confiscate household items such as linens. This must have been a scary and confusing time for such a young child. She describes one of these raids during which a soldier picked her up by the neck and held a saber to her. When he finally put her down, she kicked him. During another pogrom, soldiers were sent to take the children. Regina's grandfather had built a place for the children to hide behind a false wall at the back of a closet and the children were kept safe. Finally, Regina's father sent papers for them to join him in the United States. There were many obstacles that delayed them, including Regina catching mange from a dog at a birthday party, and her mother being mobilized by the Russian army since she was a dentist. Regina and her mother were finally reunited with their husband and father in 1921. So you are probably wondering when I would get to talking about the most famous girl of the Russian Revolution. Well, here it is. 
I first learned of the Russian Revolution in 1997 when 20th Century Fox released their animated film, Anastasia. Being only six years old at the time, I didn't really understand the history behind the movie, or that Rasputin probably did not have a talking pet bat. Fast forward to 2013, and my first year teaching high school world history. In preparation to teach a unit on the Russian Revolution, I picked up a book about Anastasia. It really brought to life the events from this young girl's perspective. It is one thing to focus on the overall protests, governmental changes, etc., and another thing to focus on the life of one child and her family who were so enormously impacted by the revolution. As a child in the years leading up to the revolution, Anastasia enjoyed active pursuits, such as climbing trees outdoors and playing pranks on her teachers. As her father's reputation further declined, she was unhappy to find herself stuck inside the palace walls. Of course, we know the tragic ending of the Romanov family. Tsar Nicholas was blamed for the many problems of Russian society. After he was removed from power, his family was forced into exile, and they were later executed. Tsar Nicholas and Tsarina Alexandra had four daughters and one young son. Anastasia's story is particularly famous because a bit of mystery surrounds her. It has long been rumored that her body was not found with the rest of the Romanov family, and that she had survived. Of course, there are many thousands of girls who were impacted by the Russian Revolution, besides Anastasia, Nellie, Zoya, and Regina, whose stories we have highlighted here. In the 100 years since the Russian Revolution, the stories of girls have rarely been discussed, and rural girls have left very little written evidence of their experiences. Russia and the world have gone through immense changes in the last century, and it is important to stop and think about the girls. We hope you have enjoyed this podcast. Be sure to tune in to our next podcast on December 15th, where we will highlight young girl artists. Also, please help to support future production of Girl Speak by visiting us at www.girlmuseum.org and clicking Donate. Thank you, and have a wonderful day. If you like hearing a fresh, girl-positive perspective on the internet, please support us with a tax-deductible donation easily made on our website. Our music is courtesy of up-and-coming artist Han Av. You can find her SoundCloud link on our website.